thank God today for the saving grace. I can't speak for you, but I can speak for me. Every Mother's Day, that song really just reminds me the many times my mother prayed as a child. As I was a child, she was praying for me. You know, she still prays for me today. Every Sunday morning, she sends me a message. She says, son, I know Take this time and hide me behind the cross of Calvary. Let my mind be clear, Lord, and let your people's hearts be anointed to receive, their ears to hear. Lord, whether it's mothers, whether it's the children today, but God, your Holy Spirit would transmit to them, God, the revelation of your word, and that they would be changed by it today. In Jesus' name, we ask it all. And everyone said, Amen. And Amen. Look at someone around you and tell them, I'm glad you're here today in the house of the Lord. I am so glad you're here. What a wonderful, 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 wonderful group. My goodness, we had a lot of mothers here today. Amen. Praise God. What a beautiful, beautiful crowd of mothers today. Uh, Let's read, if you will, stand with me, and let's read the scripture, and then I'm going to share with you just for a few moments on this thought. You notice I've started out with this microphone here, so I've got all intentions of staying behind the podium this morning. So if y'all will just uh, allow me that grace today, uh, I'm going to try my best, but I can't promise anything. 1 Samuel chapter number 1. First five verses there I want to share with you briefly, and then we're going to allow the Lord to just speak to our heart. How many love his word today? I, I tell you, Above all today, I, I thank God for worship. I thank God for his music and, the, and just to be able to come in and feel his presence. But I don't just come, amen, just to gather with God's people alone. I want to hear what God has for me, and I pray that's your heart today. The word said, Now there was a certain man of Ramathim Zophim of Mount Ephraim, and his name was Elkanah, the son of Jeroham, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zuth, and Ephrathite. 
And he had two wives, and the name of one was Hannah, and the name of the other was Penina. And Penina had children, but Hannah had no children. And this man went up out of his city yearly to worship and to sacrifice unto the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. And he had two sons, uh, Eli, Hophni, and Phinehas, and the, they were priests of the Lord, and they were there. And when the time was that Elkanah offered, he gave to Penina his wife and to all her sons and daughters portions. But to Hannah he gave a worthy portion, for he loved Hannah. But the Lord had shut up her womb. You can be seated in the house of the Lord. Uh, I want to share from this scripture today four things in a few moments that I believe are important as we look into the life of Hannah for mothers today. But today is a day that every year we set aside, and sometimes if we're not careful it takes us by surprise. Uh, we don't see it. Time is just moving so quickly uh, as we age and as we get older that we sometimes and somewhat just don't see what's coming. We know it's coming, but we just are caught off guard by it. And I, I said the other day we were so focused on this revival that's coming up and other things that were happening. And, and uh, my wife said to me, you know what this Sunday is? And I said, Lord, I better know <laughs> what this Sunday is. I said, what is this Sunday? Well, it's Mother's Day. I said, well, praise the Lord. It's already here. <laughs> but sometimes you just get so caught up. But thank God that we have a day set aside that we, and we should honor mothers every day, shouldn't we? It shouldn't be just once a year. But thank God we have a day set aside that we can focus on them, that we can just uh, put everything aside and just let them know, celebrate them, let them know how much they truly mean. Now, I say that that I hope that after the service you're going to treat your mama right. Amen. Uh, money is no object. Hallelujah. Hook them up because they hooked you up. Praise God. I better be quiet. My, my wife is listening. But we have a day set aside that we get to honor and celebrate our mothers. A great, great responsibility is placed upon their life from the beginning of time. Uh, their journey in this role, if you were to give them an opportunity to stand behind this podium, they could share with you some things that they have experienced, some great moments they can extend to you, the challenges of being a mother. And uh, thankfully today, they are things that we should want to hear from them, shouldn't we? Amen. Uh, when a mother gets ready to spill her heart, we ought to be ready to listen because how often have they heard our heart? How often have we talked with them and shared our heart and shared our burdens with their lives? But many have chosen as well, as Sister Betty Jo alluded to and Sister Angie, that they would take on the role of mother to children that they had not bore. They played that role in so many ways. And whether it was from teaching Sunday school, whether it was being a stepmom, or whether it was just being a, a mom in nature to a child who needed that mother figure, they took on the role. Uh, some today no longer have your mother with you, but you know you're going to see mama again one day. Amen. And we're grateful for that. We're not just celebrating the living mothers. We're celebrating mothers who have lived and who have, who have uh, 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 served their role well and have been a blessing to so many children throughout generations. But today, no matter what the story of the mother, I want you to understand uh, that this is all important to every mother here today. God loves you. God loves you. 
Your family loves you. And your church family loves you. The Word of God tells us in Exodus chapter number 20, verse 12, that we are to honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land in which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Today it is our privilege to honor each one of you mothers. Amen. It is our privilege in obedience to God and with grateful hearts because God said so and you deserve to be honored today. In the name of the Lord, give God praise if you believe that. I want to share as we continue to think about the story of Hannah four things that I believe God wants me to share and, and, and just impart into the mothers today. As we look into the life of Hannah, uh, we first know that there are some things that are most important concerning the life of a mother. Uh, to be a mother is more than just a name. It is a responsibility, and it's not an easy one. It's a responsibility that brings joy to the heart, amen to God, of that mother. But I believe our greatest responsibility of all is found in the scriptures today concerning mothers. It's not just about making sure that your child is fed and nurtured and they have a roof over their head and they have a place to sleep and they, they have a, a, a lullabies that you sing them at night and uh, stories, bedtime stories that you read them and ball games that you take them to as they grow older and uh, different things that you're, you're, you're there to influence them and nurture them by as a mother. Oh, and even in the hard and difficult challenges of your children's life, you're there. But the greatest responsibility for a mother today goes far beyond that. And that is this, that you are, amen, a primary influence to your child coming to know Jesus as Lord and Savior of their life. Amen. God has called mothers into great responsibility, but I believe this is the highest call of every mother today. As I sang this song, and I, I'm not sure who wrote it. It may have been Squire Parson. I know he sung it. Uh, I never really looked at that, but I, I thought about the power of what was being said. There was a mother who had longed for her child above all things to come to know Jesus as Lord and Savior of their lives. In the song, it talked about how the mother had prayed. And somewhere in the midst of the times that she prayed, this child had listened to mama praying for his very soul and his very salvation. Until one day uh, he was on a road driving down the road and the song declares that uh, he had a life-changing experience with God. Now though there are many things that excite a mother today, I know there are many things that mothers rejoice in over their children. I know that there are many things that mothers today want to see in the successes of their children, but I want to tell you that this song declares unto me that this mother had prayed until God had given her the desire of her heart that was greater than anything she could 
could ever imagine for her child. It was greater than a home run that would be swung upon. It was greater than a, a dance. It was greater than the challenges of life. She had prayed until the priority of her life was that her child had come to know Christ as Lord and Savior of their life and her son began to rejoice in this fact. I want to tell you mothers today, this is your greatest priority. Amen. Above all responsibilities, God will give you grace. He'll give you grace to do everything as a mother that you need to do. Amen. I see one over there just rocking that baby right now. Hallelujah to God. And I, I hope one day that baby will remember that, that precious child will remember that, how mama held her. But I want to tell you, I hope one day she'll be able to say, amen, mama, those prayers you prayed for me. Amen. Jesus heard them. The Lord heard them and came and changed my life forever. Amen. This is the highest priority of every mother. Many today know that. Some don't know that, but need to know that. Amen. It's not that you're doing anything wrong. You're being a mother, but you need to get your priorities in order. Come on, somebody. This life ain't going to last forever. Amen. Preacher, you're going to be hard on the mothers. No, I'm trying to give you what God's given me. Amen. This life is not going to last forever. And you need to be the influence for your children that will lead them to a saving knowledge of God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Now, that's not the preacher judging you. That's the Lord guiding you. That's his guidance for your life. Amen. As we begin to look into this, we, we understand that there was a rewarding, there was a rewarding uh, uh, grace that mothers get to experience so greater than anything that you could ever imagine when a child comes to know, their child comes to know the Lord as Savior. But there are four things I want to share with you quickly. Number one, Hannah deeply desired to be a mother. She wanted to be a mother. She, it didn't just happen. She, she was barren. The Bible said she couldn't have any children, but she had a desire. I believe God placed that desire there. How many mothers today said you had, can say you had a desire to have children? Amen. Maybe from a young age, maybe as you were growing older, uh, you had a desire. You wanted to be a mother. Uh, you maybe didn't understand all the things that entailed in that. Maybe there were some of the good things you were thinking about and, and, and some of the blessings of it. Maybe you wasn't counting on some of the, the greater responsibilities, but you learned, amen, by God's grace, how to jump in there and to fulfill those responsibilities as a mother. But the Bible said she deeply desired to be a mother. That's a wonderful thing because kids need to know their mothers wanted them. Children need to know their mothers cared for them. Children need to know that their mothers wanted to be a mother. Uh, this helps them to understand that they belong. Amen. And so many have not found that today, but they found it in mothers that maybe didn't even birth them, but they found that they did belong because somebody stepped in to be their mother. But she deeply desired to be a mother. The word said in verse 10 and 11 that she was in bitterness of soul. Why was she in bitterness of soul? Because she had such a passion that she wanted to have children. And she was barren and could not have any. 
And the Bible said that she would wake up every morning, maybe not this way, but that she would wake up every morning and she would get up, maybe fix the coffee and maybe fix breakfast and turn around and look and there, there was Penino there on the other side, you know, just smiling and bouncing babies on her knee and here come Alcana walking through the living room and, and, and here she was in bitter despair because not only did she love her husband, far beyond that, she was grateful to be there, she was grateful to be a part of the family but there was something lacking in her soul and that was that she desired to bring into this world a child, amen to God, to fulfill her purpose. I believe she knew that this was her purpose. How many knows today, as Sister Betty Jo alluded to today, every one of you mothers have a purpose in your children's life today, amen. You have a purpose. If you're sitting here today, it wasn't just to give them birth. Uh, amen. It was to, to, to love them and to cherish them, honor them, uh, and to stand beside them and influence them. It wasn't just about uh, um, making a name for yourself uh, in, the, in the fruit of your womb. It was about uh, fulfilling a passionate desire to be a mother. Hannah saw today as we read the scripture that she was in bitterness of soul, and she began to pray and talk to God and she wept and she cried because she wasn't satisfied. She wasn't fulfilled within her life. This is important to know because Hannah today saw children not only as a desire for her life, but she saw children as a blessing from God. Children are a blessing from God. Let me say that again. Children are a blessing from God. Uh, they may be frustrating sometimes. They may can get aggravating sometimes. But don't you let the devil lie to you. Children are a blessing from God. Amen. They can, they can make you sweat sometimes, and they can make you nervous sometimes. And Oh, come on, somebody. But thank God for the blessing of children. God gave them to us. Now, if we'll do our part, he'll do the rest. Amen. And so she saw them as a blessing. Psalm chapter 127 verse 3 said, Lo, children are a heritage unto the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. They're a heritage. They're a blessing. In Psalm 128 verses 3 through 4, the word said, Thy wife shall be a fruitful vine by the sides of thine house, and thy children like olive plants around about thy table. Behold, that thus shall the man be blessed that feareth the Lord. Amen. How many knows today what a wonderful thing it is to be able to sit down with mom and daddy and children around the table, glory to God, at any age and rejoice over the blessing of children in your life, the fruit of your womb, and a heritage from the Lord. She saw it as a blessing from God. A child is not to be looked upon as a burden, but as a blessing from God. I'm fixing to get out from behind this place right now and preach, I feel the Holy Ghost. There are people today, amen, that are looking for ways to abort babies and to abort children, amen, to God and destroy their lives. And they've, they've even determined, thank God, that Roe versus Wade is on the verge of getting overturned today, amen, because children are a blessing unto the Lord. 
Man, I feel the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. Today we need to understand that there are people that were longing, uh, mothers that are longing to be mothers that have not become mothers yet. Your mother, amen, in name right now and in season waiting on that opportunity. And children are a blessing, not burdens from the Lord. I want to go ahead and say this. We don't need contraception. or We need abstinence. This is what God has called for. If you don't want any children, amen, then don't do what you ought not be doing, amen, outside of marriage. Oh, preacher, you shouldn't have said that. It's the truth of God's word. We're living in a nation today where they'll go in and bring contraception to your children, to your children's classrooms. Amen. Instead of teaching them how to keep themselves pure, amen, until the day that they become a wife, amen, or a husband today, because children are a blessing from God no matter how they get here. Glory to God. Can somebody shout amen? They're a blessing from God no matter how they get here. Just because it wasn't the right time for you does not mean that they were not a blessing from God. God is the giver of life. If you believe that, shout amen man today in this house. Amen. You thought you brought them into the world, but if God didn't put breath inside of them, they wouldn't have life. For the Bible said he created man and breathed in them the breath of life, and they became a living soul. I wish somebody would thank God today. Your children are a blessing from the Lord. Hallelujah. He there. Man, I feel him. I'm trying to stay behind here, but I feel the Lord. She saw her child and longing for a child as a blessing from God. She saw this blessing and the blessing of being a mother. It was two-part. It was not just to have children and the blessing of them, but the blessing of being a mother. How many are thankful for the blessing you have of a child calling you mother and looking to you as a mother and depending on you as a mother? Oh, what fulfillment there is. Amen to God to look into your the eyes of your children and know, amen, that God blessed you with the grace and the opportunity to be able to be a mother to that child. So Hannah deeply desired to be a mother, and she knew the blessing of children. Number two, Hannah prayed for a child. Mm -hmm. We desire a lot of things, but do we take it to the Lord in prayer? Mm. She wanted a child. The Bible said in verse 10, she was in bitterness of soul, but she prayed unto the Lord. She took it to the Lord in prayer. What's significant in this was that it became a priority in her heart and in her life. When that passion becomes so great, amen, you got to realize that it's only prayer that can produce the outcome. She was barren. She had no power over that. She knew not every woman has been barren. Some have been fruitful. Amen to God from the very beginning. But she was barren. She couldn't have any, but she wanted them. And this grew daily, daily, daily in her life to see Panina just to just smiling and thinking about how Alcana probably does love her more because she had. I don't know what she was thinking, but I don't even think that was the case. I believe there were probably a lot of things crossed her mind, but she, 
she, she, over time, it just became greater and greater, and her desire became stronger and stronger. And then she said, hey, I, I, Lord, I can't take this. And so when it was time for them to go up to, uh, uh, to bring offering and sacrifice before the Lord, she went and she went to pray. She prayed to the blesser of her womb to provide her a son. Now, we take for granted sometimes, but I want you to understand, if God's blessed you with a child and you were never barren, amen, you ought to thank God because you could have been barren. Amen. Don't take for granted it just happened because you could have been barren. But there have been women that have prayed because they've not been able. To. I've, I've talked to them. I've prayed with them. I remember praying one time with a lady. Her and her husband got married, and and they were. She, I think she was probably in her mid to late thirties. And we went down to the smallest church in America, down in uh, South Newport, Georgia, and uh, it burned down. They've rebuilt it now, but we had the wedding there, and they put a, a big bell tower up in honor of their wedding, and it was a nice bell tower they they built there, and I'll never forget uh, praying for them I said God bless the fruit of her womb I said God bless them financially bless them spiritually whatever you do God bless them double and about two years later I ran into her and she was at the gas station she wasn't supposed to be able to have children she told me that but I still prayed that God would bless the fruit of her womb and she came running up to me she said preacher I'm mad at you I said, what do you mean? And she smiled real big. She said, look in the back seat. I looked in the back seat and there was two babies locked down in car seats. Hallelujah, God. But she said, you prayed God bless us double. And God not only opened the fruit of my womb, he blessed me with two children. Glory to God. And they were twins. And I said, well, thank you, Lord, for answered prayer. I said that she Many people don't understand how great a blessing today it is to be able to know that you desire to have children and God is the one who's able to bless the womb. We've prayed for many others throughout years. I'm sure Bishop has that have come to the altar, the husband and the wife, and they would say, we want to have children. The mother had such a great desire and a passion and, and we've tried everything. We've tried this. We've tried that. We've tried the other. We'll even adopt. And they went out and adopted. Nothing wrong with that. That's a great thing. Thank God for adoptive mothers today. Amen. But they would adopt, and then after they'd adopt, about a year or so after the adoption, some of them would find out that they were going to have a baby. <laughs> and I thought to myself, nothing wrong with that. You get to, to, to adopt and bring somebody in that needs a mother and a father, and God still bless you. Amen to God with a child from the womb. But she prayed for that which she longed for. She, she made it a matter of prayer. How many knows that God is a prayer answering God today? That has never changed in the course of every generation. God has always been a prayer answering God. But have we always been a, a praying people? Come on, somebody. If we have a need or a desire, we should take it to the Lord in prayer. If God has given you 
the blessing of a child, don't stop praying for them. Because God answers prayer. She prayed before she even conceived because I believe she wanted God to be involved in the aspect, every aspect of her child's life. She wanted God to be involved in every aspect of her life and her role as a mother. Many throughout the Bible and history, as I said before, have prayed for a child. Sarah was 90 years old. Here she was, amen, conceiving and bearing Isaac, the son of promise. And the Bible talks about Rachel who prayed and Joseph, amen, was birthed and he was elevated to the palace of Pharaoh, second in command, and, and took care of his family in a time of famine. Ruth was blessed with Obed, the great-grandfather of King David, and whose line the Messiah would come. And then Elizabeth was blessed with John the Baptist, who would be the forerunner of Christ. And now Hannah, through her prayers, is about to be blessed of God with a child by the name of Samuel, who would become the priest of the children of Israel for God. Now you need to understand something. Thank God today for mothers who desire and pray for the blessing of children because what would life be like without children in our lives? Amen. To take hallelujah through the heritage of the Lord. What would it have been like if Sarah never had Isaac? Come on somebody. What would it have been like if Joseph had never come along? What what would it have been like, amen, for Ruth, who was blessed with Obed and Elizabeth with John the Baptist? What would it be like today without you? You need to understand something. As a mother, one day you were a child too who looked up to a mother, who took the nurture of a mother, amen. And, and come on, I feel the Holy Ghost up in this house today. Every one of us in here have mothers and children and what would the world be like without you? Look at somebody and say, thank God for you. Thank God for you. You need to understand how important you are. The word said, Psalm 139, verse 13 through 14, Thou hast possessed my reins, and thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. Mm. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knows very well. Your children have a purpose. And Hannah prayed for what she desired. And then also Hannah prayed for the child's purpose. Number three, Hannah, Hannah had desire. And then she prayed for that desire. It came to pass. She prayed for the child's purpose before she even had the child. The word said in verse 11, she vowed a vow. It said, O Lord of hosts. Oh, God, help me, Lord. I'm. Mm. Mm, I ain't going to say it. Lord, help me. Restrain me. O Lord of hosts, if thou will indeed look upon the affliction. Yeah, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it because. It just bears needing to be said. If you're having children for a check, then you don't need to be having them. <laughs> children are a blessing. Amen. Hannah desired God's purpose. Hmm. 
she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou will indeed look upon the affliction of thy handmaid and remember me and not forget thine handmaid, but will give unto thine handmaid a child, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life. No razor shall come upon his head. I'm not going to get into all that today concerning this particular thought of the Nazarite uh, and the razor coming upon his head, but I want you to get this from the scripture. Hannah desired, she prayed, and then she prayed for God's purpose to work through him. How many are interested in God's purpose in your children's life? Come on, somebody. I want God to be glorified. Well, they, they, maybe they, they don't have to be preachers and evangelists and, and worship leaders and all that for God's purpose to be fulfilled within them. God's purpose can be fulfilled within them. Amen. Working for a fire department somewhere or serving in a lawyer's office somewhere. He, it doesn't matter. It's not all about uh, the religious positions. It's about life. And his purpose is fulfilled in every life. And it's called God's purpose being fulfilled in them. We got to hear what I'm saying, that no matter where you're at, his purpose fulfilled in you will bring glory to him, and it will change lives. This is what mothers should desire uh, the, for their children. And I know today that many of you would say, yes, I want God's purpose in my children's life. Hannah made a vow in prayer that she would... Uh, uh, ask God for his purpose and that she would make sure that he was in position that God's purpose would be influenced within his life. She acted on this through prayer and obedience. She gave God what she had promised and when she when he gave her what she had desired. She gave God, listen to this, when she when God gave her what she had asked for Amen. Through a pure heart, uh, God, uh, amen to the Lord, had fulfilled her life. She didn't just want a child. She wanted a child with God's favor on him. Come on, somebody. Don't just give me a child, Lord. I want a child with God's favor on you. I want my children to know the favor of God is greater than anything this world can offer them. I want my, come on, I feel the Holy Ghost. I'm going to say this one more again. Well, I want my children to know that they'll find greater riches in the favor of God than they will in the favor of this world. This world cannot do for you what God Almighty who created you can do for you. He can save you, sanctify you, fill you with the Holy Ghost and fire and keep you in your journey, bring favor on your life in the most difficult challenges. I don't want my children looking to the world alone for favor. I want them looking for God's favor from heaven today. Amen. Mama won't be here forever. There's some that are celebrating mothers today that have already gone on and they miss them so greatly. But one thing they have today is they have the influence of mama that says when I'm here no longer, look up, look up, look to the hills from whence cometh your help. Your help don't come from the world. Your help comes from God. Amen. Glory to God. Y'all didn't think I could do it, me either. But I feel his anointing. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and I want God's favor on my child. I don't care if they're a doctor. I don't care if they're a lawyer. I don't care why we're God. I want God's favor in my life, in their lives. That means they're going to have to surrender at some point to the to the to the sovereignty of God, to, to salvation, and then surrender their life to allow the Holy Spirit of God to guide them and lead them and use them. It doesn't matter if they're working in the Burger King. Amen. Or working for a king. It doesn't matter where they're at. I want God's favor on their life because God is looking for folk, amen, to be saved from the goodermost to the uttermost. Amen. He's looking to save your children and their children. Right now, we need to pray greater than ever before because the evil enemy is doing all he can to try to spread the propaganda of what's happening in the Supreme Court to try to sway the vote and put fear in men and women of God who are serving at the Supreme Court that they'll look beyond the fear and hold on to faith in God and God's Holy Spirit would guide them to make the right decision today because we need the favor of God in our children's lives. We need, we need prayer. We don't even need just Rowan versus Wade overturned. We need prayer back in the schools. We need prayer back in the courthouse. We need prayer back in the White House. Our children are suffering because we let the enemy in and we let the enemy come and steal it from us because we didn't have enough backbone to share with them the truth of God's word. I don't care what denomination you call you yourself, but I'm telling you there's only one Lord, one faith, one baptism. There's only one God and he is the one that we need to preach to our children and live and influence our children to know glory to God I feel his Holy Spirit somebody shout thank you Jesus yeah, we got to get ready, church. Jesus is coming, but we can still pray for those who have the power to make the right decisions. We can still pray for God's favor over our children. I would pray today, God, touch America one more time. Sweep through America one more time. Amen, with revival and the presence of God that brings truth to the hearts of our children today. God, will you do it? We want our children to be successful. I want to tell you the greatest success of your child won't be the accomplishments of the world. It'll be this. As Francis Chan quoted these words, our greatest fear would not be a failure, but a succeeding out of the things in life that really don't matter. They can succeed at everything in life, but if they have not been influenced and come to know Christ as Savior and Lord of their life, they've not truly succeeded because all their successions and accolades will die when they die. But to those who know the Lord, they'll never die. They shall live forever. Don't you want your child to live forever? As a mother, don't you? I'm, 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 I'm trying to hurry. And lastly, Hannah not only desired, prayed for a child, and prayed for that child's purpose, but she prayed 
but she gave her child to the Lord. Anna Grace, will you come? This is important. She gave her child back to God. After the birth of Samuel, she took time to wean him. She did that that mothers do. And that's important. You can stand with me if you will, please. I want to wrap this up here. Bible said she took time to wean the baby. This was her priority, but she always had in purpose her mind was not only to be the mother that she needed to be, but she knew that she needed to give her child back to God. And you would say, well, preacher, she actually took her child down to the church. Don't do that. We don't have no room for them. We're not moving them in here. Don't do what she did. But it's greater than that. I want you to understand what's greater than that. For us today, the thought behind what she did was she said, God, I can't just pray for my child, pray for their purpose and then not surrender them to you. Not surrender them to you in order for you to fulfill that purpose in their life. She took the child. She understood she could be his mother, but he had to be their God. Come on now. For mothers today, you understand your children. You love them. You you celebrate them the successes of life. You stand with them through the challenges of life. You, you influence them, amen, in so many ways. To know the Lord, to know what's right, to do what's right. You, you do these things. But you understand that you are limited. You cannot be your child's God. You do not want your child looking to you to get from you what only God can give them. And that's a divine purpose. And that's salvation. You can't save your children. Only God can. But you can influence your children. We can influence our children. And so she did that. She said, God, I'm giving it to you. I'm going to ask you this morning, for, as, as mothers, would you let this be your desire if it's not already? God, I give them to you. I pray for them. I'm going to be a mother to them. But God, I can't do for them what you can do for them. I place them in your hands. God, all I can do is influence them. I place them in your hands. See, she took Samuel to the priest and he moved in so that he could be influenced to know the things of God, find his purpose, and, and he became, he was God's. And God, do whatever you will with him. And so we pray for them, we influence them, but at some point we've got to say, God, I can't do what only you can. And so I give them to you. I want to ask you this morning, how many mothers will just take an opportunity right now to just, I want us to do this, and please, please be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, because this is important. I'm not going to keep you long. But how many mothers will join me at this altar today to stand beside each other and say, I'm coming to pray for my children. I want God's purpose in their life. 
Maybe you're doing that. That's fine. But you want to stand in solidarity. And I'm praying for my children. I'm praying today. I don't care if you're a mother indeed or a mother uh, uh, in, 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 in position. It doesn't matter where you come. Will you come. And let the Lord just have his way in your life. Maybe you're a stepmother. Maybe you're a mother figure. You're standing in the gap to serve in that role. But I'm coming to pray for my children. I'm praying that God is going to bless them. And God is going to save them. And he is going to uh, provide his purpose and, 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 and reveal his purpose in their life. No matter where they're at today, I, I'm their mother, but I can't be their God. And Lord, today I, I give them to you in faith and influence and in all I do through prayer. That's my way of giving them to you. I'm going to influence them, stand with them, but I'm praying this is my way to give them to you. And then real quickly, as the mothers are here praying, I want to know how many will pray for God to use you to be that godly influence in their life, these mothers that are here. Not only am I praying for my children, but I'm praying, God, you help me to become that godly influence that I need to be in my children's lives. And then how many children today as these mothers have come, grandchildren, children, fathers, grandfathers will come and stand behind these with me today and we're going to pray and say I'm going to pray with my mother I'm going to pray with these mothers today and I'm going to ask God to to bless them and I'm going to thank God for the blessing of these mother in my life will you do that right now all over the church God as these mothers have come today they've heard the word that you have sent forth they they, Lord, have a passion today. They've been stirred by the truth of the gospel. Lord, they've been stirred by the, the truth of the responsibility that they have of you in being a mother. Also, the blessing, God, that you have bestowed upon them of being a, a mother in whatever capacity. And, Lord, they long for their children. Oh, God, they long for their children today. The Lord, to be blessed of you, to have your favor in their life, to be saved, God, and to know you as Lord and Savior, God, and to walk in your ways. This is their greatest desire, Lord. This is their greatest achievement, is to be able, God, to influence them in such a way. God, I pray right now that you would, Lord, lay your hand of anointing upon every mother that had faith and took faith to step out and say, I'm not ashamed to, to say I need you, God. I'm not ashamed to say, Lord, I, I need your grace. I need your strength. I need, Lord, you to, to, to empower me and give me grace to do that which you have blessed me to be able to be. I can't be a mother without you, God. I can't be a, a, the right influence without you, God. I surrender it all. But Lord, I pray, God, for these mothers and I pray for their children. 
Lord, today their children, God, to one day, if they haven't already, be able to sing that song Squire Parsons sang, said, Hello, Mama. Oh, I want you to know that you've been praying for me, but Jesus came and, and he saved my soul and I've come to know him as Savior. And now everything's all right, Mama, because once I was lost, but now I'm found. And it's all because you prayed for me. You influenced me in some way, shape, form, or fashion to come to know the Lord in my life. I pray that for every child of every one of these mothers today. Maybe there's some children that have gone wayward today. There's some children today that need to, need, need to come back to you, Father. They've run away from you, but mamas uh, uh, that are standing in this altar today are praying, uh, Lord, sincerely. And, and, and fervently for their turnaround and their turnabout. I pray, God, that you would cancel every assignment of Satan on their life right now. I pray, Holy Ghost, that you would move and that the blood of Jesus would begin to flow and cover them right now. Lord, your light would shine and they would see their need, God, to, to repent and return to you. And the, 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 the assignment and the attack of Satan to lead them astray would be broken. Every lie that's been told them, that the world has told them, every lie that the enemy's told them. Oh God, I pray that you would let the truth of your grace and your word begin to be spoken into their lives and ears again. And they respond today. Oh God, as I pray, Father, for those children that are saved, Sister Betty Jo read about earlier, Lord, has become such a great, wonderful joy to the heart of a mother to know their child is okay in Jesus. Lord, they, they, they're at peace with that. Lord, let these children, Father, who, who are serving you, God, and honoring their mothers today the way you desire for them to, let them be Oh, God, let them be a reflection of you in the lives of those children today that are running from you so that one day their mothers can rejoice as well. God, your anointing be with them, go with them, bless them. God, may they have a wonderful day being, being celebrated by their loved ones, their children. May your word not escape their spirit. And may they be challenged today to walk away from here saying, I'm going to be better. I'm going to do better. I needed your word today. Father, no matter how good I've done and how, how great I've tried and I've walked with you, I still need you. Lord, I need you. Don't leave me. Help me to be all that you would have me to be as a mother today. In Jesus' name. And everybody said amen and amen. Do you love the Lord today? God bless you. Let these mothers know how much you appreciate them as you're dismissed today in the Lord.